Hello everyone and welcome into episode 4 of Your Story, an opportunity to talk about just that, you and your why and the purpose in what you do. In this week's episode, I chat with Kai Turner, the founder of Mo Family Sports, an organization providing more youth sports opportunities. And Turner is also the new owner of the St. Joseph Mustangs. He's worked in some capacity for the club since day one, and now he's in charge. And Turner and I also talk about why he does everything that he does, constantly active in the community and trying to help St. Joseph move forward. You are in charge of you know, two organizations, two companies you have. Mustangs, new ownership, and Mo Family Sports. Uh, what, what's it like, I guess, running those two entities now and kind of making a bigger imprint on St. Joe and what you want to do? Are we live? We're not live. We're just taping this. It's going to be a real pain to tape this, I think. <laughs> uh, imprint as in? Like imprinting not on T-shirts, but on the city. Oh, well, you know, <clears throat> I think everyone has the goal of you want to do something good. And so uh, for me, it's about a long-term thing is, I mean, for the community, for the city, for my family, for my friends, uh, you know, for the people who live here, uh, like, I just know, like, I don't want to leave anything on the table for myself. Like once I'm done, I mean, my life moves fast. Uh, Facebook memories, you know, my kids pop up every day there and it's like, holy cow, like, you know, I, I can't believe where I'm at. And so like, I know, like, I don't want to be five, 10, 20 years down the road. Like, I wish I would have done this. And so uh, I'm not afraid to take a risk uh, or just to try something uh, you know, not everything will work out. Uh, some of my ideas are bad ideas. Some are great ideas, but I'm really fortunate. You know, sports is something I'm using as a vehicle to, uh, to, you know, to affect people. I mean, kids is really where, where my passion is at, uh, kids, families. And so the Mustangs, you know, by having those kids and families come to games, by Mo Family Sports, by kids getting a chance to play and stuff and experience things there. So, uh, that's really for me, like what my passion and what I want to do is just, you know, those memories, those experiences, those, those fun things for kids. And so, uh, you know, luckily people have been very helpful here in St. Joe. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of stress and different things and hurdles and stuff involved, but at the end of the day, uh, all that's worth it for the kids. And so, uh, it's been fun. You and I have talked about this before, but this kind of accelerated at the beginning of the pandemic, didn't it? Didn't it just kind of you wanting to do more? In the, not that you weren't already, but the fact that Mo Family Sports was created in the middle of the pandemic. It, was it just kind of that idle time that kind of got this rolling faster for you? You look at a lot of stuff that happens and like, you know, something bad happens and, you know, so a lot of the times something good arises. I mean, you can look at that across history. And I'll never forget, like I told Chris to my wife, I was like, something good has to come out of this for us, you know, for me, for, for something that we could do, like something good. I mean, I was waking up every day and I was like, no purpose, nothing to do. And, you know, wallowing and, and just like, uh, you know, like, so 
you know, and there's real people who are affected by, by COVID or, or medical workers who are out there in the middle of it. And, but, you know, for me, like my, my livelihood was taken away from me. And so, uh, you know, it's just kind of sports for me, like every summer, like it's a very strict, I know what I'm doing. There's a lot going on. This is why I work all year for, and then it was gone, poof, out of my control, nothing I could do. And I was like, I, something has to be done. And so, you know, we were traveling to all these different communities and, and doing stuff there. And, and, you know, obviously there are precautions and, and ways that they were doing things, but uh, you know, with, without the pandemic, like, you know, I, I, I probably don't start no family sports. It was something that you know, was on the back of my mind for a while. It's like, boy, this would be fun. Or, you know, I've got a notebook full of ideas and, and stuff that I wanted to do, but never really had the time, never really had the opportunity and, and just not something that, you know, I, I doubt that I would have pulled off. And so pandemic allowed me to do that. And, uh, you know, here we are today. You ever feel like you've bitten off a lot now with the Mustangs and my family sports? It's life moves. I, I talk about life moving fast. Like it's moving really fast right now. Uh, and you know, like just every day there's something, uh, or something's multiple things going on. And so, uh, sometimes my head's on a swivel, whether it's running a tournament one, one weekend, and then, you know, a league before and after and the Mustangs stuff going on in the middle of it. And, and, and oh, by the way, I have four kids uh, as well, you know, but I mean, this is really what, what, what I've wanted just because like, you know, I, I sat there by myself with nothing to do, uh, you know, for two or three months. Uh, and I realized on the flip side, this like, this is, this is what I, I wanted to do uh, is, is to have this, this madness. And uh you know, and, and I've learned to, to delegate more. Uh, you know, I've got some great people that, that help me out. Uh, you know, Tyler Lupfer, my, my assistant GM with the Mustangs, lucky to have him and, and some other people. Chris, you've, uh, you know, I, I go to people who have done this uh, or some stuff that I'm doing and, and, you know, they've provided advice. Like, I don't think I, I know everything on how to do it. And, and I'm some giant, you know, think tank. I, there's some great people who have done stuff like me that I can go to as resources. And, and I lean on them, you know, Dan, obviously with the Mustangs, uh, he continues there. And, and there's some other people who've done some stuff youth wise. And then, you know, I look, I look on, you know, across the nation, see what's going on, but uh, it's just trying to draw from those influences and then also uh, delegating some and, and uh, being able to put my hundred percent because, you know, I want to keep that, that light bulb burning bright for me. On a scale of um, looking about what Mo Family Sports has been able to do, it just you asked me to step on a scale this early in the new year, Chris. You know I'm on a resolution to lose well, weight. You are trying to, aren't you? You are losing weight. I haven't seen you in a couple of days, but you look like you look great, Chris. What was that? Do or do not. There is no try. Are you doing it? Yeah. Well, at least you're not nodding it, right? Uh, I am not nodding. I am not nodding. That's right. I don't even know where we were. Anyway, uh, said on a scale of one to a thousand, Mo Family Sports. It's a thousand. Yeah, I don't know what the scale was. What I was measuring them. Well, I don't think I don't even think I really meant a scale per se, but you know, it is what it is. When you look at St. Joe and youth opportunities, and even the surrounding area for that matter. How big was it for St. Joe to have something like this? I mean, 
it's yours, so you're obviously already pretty high on it. But the fact that this is giving more opportunities for kids in St. Joe or in the surrounding area and not have to go to, like we've talked about before, Omaha, Kansas City, Des Moines so much as maybe they had to in the past for just opportunities to play. You know, there's people before me and there'll be people after me who, uh, and there's people right now who are putting together stuff, uh, you know, for youth. So it's not like I'm the only show out there in town, but I'll tell you, and I like to stay positive. Uh, I really do. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely challenging. Uh, the demands that you face from parents, from coaches, the, you know, on, on the other end of things, the, the facilities, uh, you know, officials, uh, a pandemic that's ongoing, uh, you know, and just keeping it fresh and the best and all of those different things you have to do. There are so many variables involved. And so, I mean, it is really challenging, really stressful. Uh, and it's, you know, it's not the easiest thing to pull off. And then, you know, like you just talk about like learning how to schedule people and meet these scheduling demands. I mean, there are, and then just past weekend, the, the weather, uh, how that affects things. I mean, there are so many things that are involved. And so, uh, I don't want to pretend like, you know, I'm, uh, any better than anyone else, but I mean, I just, I want to give it my shot and do the best that I can. And, and, uh, you know, again, I do this as a father with four kids. My oldest is 12 and my youngest is three, uh, you know, with the other two mixed in there. And so it's just, I think as a father, what, what I'm comfortable with, what I'm uncomfortable with, I've made stuff that I'm like, you know what? I don't like this as a parent. I don't like this idea. And I go back and change it. Uh, and I've done some stuff that, you know, I go home and like my kids talk about it and it's, it's pretty cool. And, uh, that's why I like to see, I mean, like, for example, like my Christmas, uh, basketball tournament that I had where, where Santa was there. I mean, that's the stuff that go get your picture with Santa. Uh, that was, that was fun because, you know, it's just not like everyone shows up and plays and expects the basketball game, but like, oh no, there's Mr. and Mrs. Claus. And, uh, you know, that was pretty neat too, or the heavyweight belt that I have for, uh, kids to take pictures with like it's just I want people to have fun and enjoy it uh, you know sports should be at that entry level uh, for everyone to have a chance to kind of create that magic and follow it uh, for the rest of their lives so uh, it's best experience as a family and, and you can do it together you can find that common bond and uh, I'm just trying to help provide those opportunities for families to create those memories and bonds. Let's talk Mustangs a little bit and you and I've talked at length about you owning the Mustangs or now officially in what officially the third, fourth week of being the official owner of the Mustangs. And Dan talked about this before too, that you guys have been talking about this for a while, but what made now the right time do you think for you to take over and let Dan kind of have his right out in the sunset moment? Uh, well, you know, obviously, you know, we're one one year removed from the pandemic. And so, uh, Dan mentioned that, you know, this, without the pandemic, maybe this happens sooner. So, uh, for Dan to, to see us through and, and, you know, keep us on solid ground was, was great. Uh, and very important to the sustained success long-term of, of the Mustangs. But, you know, for Dan, it's just, you know, as, as he ages, I wouldn't call him old, but I mean, he probably is, uh, he's going to help that he's got other stuff that, you know, probably for him to do, but also like he was, you know, for me, as, as I start to age and uh, get kind of old, not old yet, uh, you know, it's the time is right for me too to kind of take some res added responsibility and, 
you know, kind of make it my own. Uh, so uh, it was really like the next step and, and progression, but it's something we've talked about uh, for a while, but uh, you know, Dan's still actively involved, but he's been kind of pulling away now for a few years and, and it just seemed like the time was right uh, for us to do it. So uh, here we are. What's the most rewarding part about being a part of the Mustangs organization? You've been there since day one, basically. I mean, you've seen highs, lows, everything in between. But for you, what's the most rewarding, exciting part? The most rewarding thing is for, you know, for me with the Mustangs, like this is a place like I can create memories with my family, uh, you know, for my kids here. Like during, I can age my kids based off Mustang seasons. And so like, that's something that like I'll always have. Uh, I mean, my family is always the primary concern for me. They're always number one. And so, uh, you know, for, for them to be here, to experience it, now they're wanting to help out, learn, do some different stuff uh, and be here as well. Like that's pretty cool uh, to be able to be a part of that. Uh, and then, you know, obviously pretty close behind that is the extended family that we've created here, whether that's fans, players, uh, staff, uh, anybody. And so like those relationships are also pretty neat too, because now all of a sudden, you, you know, somebody who, who was a stranger before, you know, we, again, we have that common bond. And so sports is a nice, uh, it's an incredible way for us to have something in common and share those memories. Uh, and just, you know, at the end of the day, like, that's why I tell people like, no one's going to remember when we die, like on our tombstone, like you don't remember our day-to-day -day stuff or our success or our failures, but we remember the people and what they did in, in different moments, or maybe the time they made you laugh or made you mad or, uh, or something like that. And so the opportunity to just create those memories you know, sports is just, you know, you can't get this in, in a normal nine to five. Uh, and so I'm very fortunate and lucky to be here where I am. But I mean, that's, that's really the most memorable thing is, is for me is like my kids are going to grow up no you know, knowing this. And so I'm, I'm pretty proud of that and, and uh, uh, excited. To, I really though, like, I don't want to stop there. Like, I just don't want to be do stuff just because and, like I'm comfortable with where we are now. Like, yeah, everything's great. I want to continue to, to push, to innovate, uh, keep people on their toes, keep me on my toes. Uh, I mean, I think that's the whole purpose behind stuff is just to continue to grow and get better. And, and that's what we're going to do here. Put you on the spot. Um, can you name your top five Mustang moments? It can be top on the five. field, off the field, everything. I don't know what I had for the, like my last five meals. So you should, you're dieting training, aren't you? Uh, chicken and brown rice. There so, and then actually this morning I had, uh, an egg white filet. Oh, I, I love egg whites. Grilled uh, chicken. Anyway, my top five Mustangs moments is that's that's a really hard thing to. Uh, I mean, there's so many different memories. Uh, you know, I don't know if this is in any order, but uh, some of my top five. I mean, opening day with the Mustangs for me, like the very first year, night one. Uh, I remember I had like note cards, Rick Montine and Dan had hired me to be the promotions director. And, and like, I had no clue. Like I, I wouldn't say like I was uncomfortable talking in front of people, but like, I wouldn't really say I was comfortable uh, just because that's not something that you really get the opportunity to do. And so I was out there doing between these promotions, uh, staring at my note cards that I written down for myself uh, until I was comfortable with just, just talking and, and being me. 
uh, I mean, that was really a, a big moment for me because like, you know, I didn't know what to expect or what it was, but, but there I was, I mean, that was, that was a huge risk for, uh, for them because, you know, I had to be the right person. It was a huge risk for me because I'd left my, my job and my full-time job that I had previously to, to do this. And so, uh, I mean, that's, that's a really big moment for me. Uh, I'll also tell you our first championship, Mink League championship, uh, I'll never forget, you know, Adam Maddox and, and the way he pitched. I, I won't forget the heat. There wasn't a lot of people here in the stands. I mean, it was it was so hot. I remember just uh, I was wearing one of our white staff shirts and it looked like, you know, I just like jumped in a pool or something and just going back and forth. Uh, that was pretty wild. I'll also never forget the first time we had our first alumni game, uh, you know, and, and we were honoring the, the life uh, in memory of, of Aaron Hook. And so being out there with Ryan and the Hook family and all they've meant to baseball and St. Joe and, and, and everything in between. Uh, and then, you know, we had to get together afterwards with the alumni. Like that's something that was just uh, a memory that will absolutely, you know, hold with me from, from that emotion from that night as my first, first year as GM. Uh, you know, in, in the championships, you know, like obviously like the most recent one was, was, was really special. For, for us, for the community, because the way that, you know, we had all that, the, the local talent, we had the year off, uh, but then we had the incredible comeback. Like that one really like, <laughs> you know, we've had some great teams, some really good teams. Uh, like you just knew it, like they were so good. And this was a good team, but there were some really good teams across the league and in, in, in the manner that which we won it, uh, you know, going to Clarinda who we hadn't won against all year. And then, coming back and, and doing it against Sedalia after being down to our last strike six or seven times. I mean, my goodness. I mean, like that's just like the elation. Like I remember going in, in Clorinda, like my, my kids, like their reaction and then watching the game against Sedalia on TV and being down there and be like, Oh my gosh, it's the same thing. And then like, you know, the, the buzz that was around the community. It was just so much fun. Uh, my fifth and final one, I mean, there's a lot. I remember going to get the chicken from the airport. That was fun. Uh, going to Buffalo Wild Wings after a game with the Philly Fanatic. Uh, just listening to his stories. That was pretty neat. World's uh, largest banana split. That was um, something that we did. Yeah, my memory's Chris, not yours. Uh, and then, and then <laughs> it was a memory though. Even a rally, rally uh, at Kaufman for Slugger's birthday party. Being down there for that with with him and. Uh, you know, how neat that was and, and some neat stuff. I mean, really, I would probably say, you know, it's my first year of GM and, and the frozen night, which we've talked about in the past, you know, just when we had that, that when I walked outside and I saw the line of people past the basketball courts, like that was just like mind blowing. And I was like, wow. And, you know, the Elsa and Anna, like coming back for pictures after the fireworks had ended and we got lights on, like that was, that was a really special moment. Uh, so, I mean, it was a special night, but uh, you asked for five. I think I give you a few more, but there they are. And you hated mine, but that's fine. I just remember doing that, and that was the most hate. interesting thing I've ever did. Hate uh, is a strong word that I just reserve for uh, dishes that include broccoli and cauliflower. So you're not a cauliflower rice guy then, huh? I've never had it because I don't like cauliflower, but I'll try new things, but – not that new. It doesn't really taste like anything, to be honest. But so why eat it? I don't know. Rice doesn't really taste like a lot either. Yeah. 
Okay. I agree to disagree, I guess. That's fine. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, okay. Maybe agree to agree. Let's go back to you in general. Um, growing up here, playing sports here, what does St. Joe mean to you? Well, you know, St. Joe obviously is – you go back to the word family and I'm big on, on that family thing, but uh, you know, you go out and, and you can see someone that maybe you went to elementary school or you can see your neighbor or you can see someone who, you know, it's just like that, that part's pretty neat uh, from that aspect. I mean, you can't, I, I can't go to Kansas city and just, you know, assume I know everybody. Actually, I was, I went with my kids to a uh, Milwaukee bucks game in Milwaukee. That was her Christmas gift last Thursday. And like, I met some people from St. Joe on the plane from Chicago to Milwaukee. And then we just so happened to be outside the Bucks arena at the pro shop, like a couple hours before the game started and we took photos for each other. Like, it's just, it's crazy. Uh, like how stuff like that works out. And uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the memories, but it's also the potential. Cause it seems like St. Joe for whatever reason, like, you know, like, on the cusp of you've seen what's happened in, in Omaha or, or some other communities like, and some great things have happened. And for whatever reason, it just seems like St. Joe is, is still moving towards that. But I think like the potential for growth and, and some new things to happen in St. Joe, like is, is right at its doorstep. And so, uh, you know, where, where some people might see the downfall, like, oh, you know, we're, we're doing this or we're doing that. But it's like, no, like, look at the potential for, for so much that can happen here. Or, or our buildings are way too old. It's like, well, look at the great architecture or uh, what can come here. Uh, just because, you know, whatever happened in the past, it doesn't define our future. And so I think, you know, we've got some great leaders in place and, and some people around the community and people who want to see it continue to propel forward. And, uh, I think that, you know, the future for St. Joe will, will be uh, incredible uh, just because like the, seems like you know, the community, the people they are involved in it. And so uh, that's, that's pretty exciting. I know I'm going to get some type of answer out of this, but who is Kai Turner? Uh, that's not a question I ask myself every day. Uh, you know, part, part family man, part entertainer, part, uh, you know, knucklehead, uh, you know, like I, I draw my influence from a lot of different areas. Like, you know, you know, I grew up, you know, just, it's, it's hard sometimes to, to, to define that, you know, like I, I identify with, with people who just kind of go against the mold and, and aren't afraid to take risk. I mean, you know, I, I draw influence all obviously from, from Walt Disney. I think I've mentioned that before, but you know, like I like, uh, you know, uh, the greatest showman, you know, I really like went back and look into, to that history. Like that was pretty neat. Uh, just, you know, I mean, there's the, I've worked with, with Dan Mears with, with Casey Wolf before and the way he is as, as what he says, a character with character. Uh, you know, I don't really emulate myself after one specific person, but I like to draw influence from a lot of different places. Uh, just someone who's not afraid to like take a risk and, and try something. I mean, again, that's for me, is like, what's the worst that'll happen? Like won't work. And so uh, when I say like, I want to try new things, keep people on their toes and, and uh, just have fun. Like, that's really it. I mean, have fun. And, you know, we get to, to do this one time and time doesn't slow down for anybody. It doesn't stop. And so 
every day is an opportunity. And so I've, you know, there's days where you have those wasted days, you know, like what, what could I have done? And, you know, for me, like when I have an idea, it's just like, I want to see it through and, and, and make it happen. And sometimes it's a great idea. Sometimes it's a bad idea, but uh, you know, just approaching every day with a positive outlook and, and trying to, to please people uh, I think is part of my, you know, MO and, and, and DNA. Uh, I just want people to be happy because uh, that's what makes me happy. And uh, you know, a little bit of humor, hopefully not everyone laughs at my jokes, but that's okay. Cause I, you do. You, you you laugh at your jokes. That's fine. Well, I will. I will always laugh at myself. But I mean, that's really. I, I try to evolve and not get caught in my ways, and and uh, you know, I go back to the change. But I mean, you know, I just you look at the way I dress. It's just like it's part of the evolution. It's just you know, uh, every day is different, and when you wake up, it's it's an opportunity, and so that's how I try to approach my life. I don't think I've ever seen you wear a normal polo. That, that's a lie. I did see you wear a normal polo, I think, like in your first year as your GM. I think you did then. But other than that, I don't think I've seen you wear a normal polo. That's part of the evolution, though. Like, you know, I didn't always wear, like, goofy stuff. But, I mean, you know, I was, I was still, like, pretty odd character. But it just, like, you couldn't tell from a mile away, like, hey, that guy's weird. Uh, but that's part of, like, the celebration of life. And I've learned to accept that. Like, you know, what fun is life if we're all the same? And so I don't want to do stuff just, just the same, like whatever makes, you know, let's, let's, let's get weird. Let's have fun and let's be different. What is your favorite uh, outfit you own? Chris, that's like asking me to name my favorite child. I mean, I, I you can do that too. You know, the, the, really the, the, the original, the OG is, is I've got an outfit. It's got my face with lightning bolts on it. Uh, Originally, like it was like my, my, I called it my thunder pants my underpants because i you know had lightning bolts but i mean that was really like the gateway into into all this madness but you know like i remember like i would wear that i've worn that like at at universal studios and and uh just people are like what is that you and I'm like, yeah and you're like, okay uh you know i actually this is i was back at universal this past summer and i was wearing a, a taco bell outfit and i i asked some guy just came up and he's like, I love that outfit. And I was like, thank you. And then like he dropped down on his knee and asked me to marry him. <laughs> oh, I'm taking here's my wife. But it's just kind of funny, like the conversations you have with people uh, over stuff. So probably the, you know, the one with my my face, the original one. But I don't get to wear that one as much anymore just because it's, it's grown so much. Your face has? Or? Yours diet, but I've also grown. Oh, fair enough. Um, favorite book. You, you, which one of my outfits is your favorite? Ooh, which one? Oh, man. I like the ultimate warrior. Does that count? Cause the ultimate warrior is one of the better ones I've seen. Like the actual costume costume. Yeah. The costume. Does that count? That doesn't it's count. Like, it's not like everyday wear. Let me think. This will take a while. It, it Whichever one probably makes my butt looks best. That's right. It's all about how your butt looks, right? Yeah, that's my favorite. But what is your favorite, Chris? Come on, there's got to be something. Ah, man, there was one I'm trying to think of. The suit uh, you wore, I don't. people aren't going to know this just off memory, but when you had your youth rec meeting, that uh, suit that you wore over at the uh, – Youth basketball meeting this winter. Like what was on it? It was like that red 
was it velvet? It wasn't quite velvet, was it? It was some type of red offshoot color. It was it was fantastic. You, but you don't know other than it was just red. I'm trying to. I can see it, but I can't describe it for some reason right now. I think that one was the either. The, I think that was the Lakeland one. Uh, I wore that night. Maybe I have a couple of different Christmas suits. I've got a Christmas light one. I think that one was Christmas. The Christmas lake, like the, from uh, Christmas Story. Uh, you have a lot of them that if you don't pay attention at first, you don't really quite catch what's all on the shirts either. Until you actually like look deeper, like, oh, hey, that's that. Chris, do you have any uh, odd outfits that, that you wear? No, I have a Bugs Bunny tie that I haven't worn on, worn on air yet, but I think I'm going to find a good time to do that pretty soon. I mean, that's what I'm just saying, Chris. Imagine someone pops on and, and you're on air and, and uh, you're like, wow, I, I see a little bit of personality. That's fun. Are you saying I don't have personality already? Oh, cool. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed <laughs> <laughs> This way, no, I'm saying like there's there's other ways to display your personality. Yeah, no, the way you look. I mean, if you 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 know you've got a healthy uh, uh, set of hair on your face. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, but you know, like, how could you shape that into something else? Like, could you, uh, you know, maybe like bleach your name into that? That'd be kind of cool. You right? want me to bleach it in or like trim it in? One of the two. <laughs> manscaping you know like anything's possible like that <laughs> like yeah the commercial we see it during every nfl game at this point um i don't even know where we're going with that oh i'll get you oh, out of here on a couple of these questions what is your favorite mustangs memory oh it's a tough one what is it i mean you asked me five and asked you for one well yeah you've been there for since the beginning i'm just trying to think of oh that frozen night i was an intern and i felt very overwhelmed that's that's a that's that's a memory I'll have, because I was like, oh, this is five thousand plus people there, and I was a PR intern. And I ended up uh, grilling hot dogs because that's where we needed help at. So we'd ran out of we'd ran out of something. Either that or we needed more people to grill. I don't remember what it was, but Dan just grabbed me because I went to get something. He says, "Nope, you're on hot dogs now." I went, oh, "Okay," because I was like, "Well, we just don't need the other thing." Whatever. I don't even remember what the other thing was, but I just and, remember doing that. We left Chucky on air, and and you were grilling, and now look where your careers have gone. That's right. Chucky on the ESPN, and I'm sitting here in my office. So <laughs> tell me, though, like, what, what's your, one of your, like, most vivid youth sports memories? I mean, tell, I mean, describe something to me. Like, youth sports or Mustangs? Better than you describe my outfit. Are we talking Mustangs or youth sports? Youth sports. So, youth sports, it's interesting because... I just want bro, your favorite memory, Chris. I'm getting there. We we didn't have a lot of youth sports. We had t-ball and fast-pitch softball for, for us. But youth sports-wise, we had a couple of basketball tournaments in fifth and sixth grade. I kind of remember those. What, do you remember, what was your favorite? What was my favorite? What stands out vividly to you? Oh, I guess this this will count. Um, no matter how good or bad I did, after every uh, youth game, Grandpa would take us for ice cream. No matter how good or bad, which I started noticing pretty quickly that I didn't really hit the ball that much, but I still got ice cream afterwards, so it didn't really matter what I did. But I, I remember those type of things where he, they'd be like, oh, we should get ice cream or something, and that kind of stuck out to me too. 
but that's the whole thing. I mean, that, and that's what the point I'm trying to prove. Like when you ask like uh, an adult now, like, what do you remember? Like nine out of 10, like are going to say, I remember getting ice cream with my grandpa. And like, yeah. that's what I'm trying to recreate is are those things that, that offset, like maybe I was bad, maybe I was good, but I played whatever, but I got to go have ice cream with my grandpa. Like right. that's a pretty cool moment for, for any kid uh, to, to share with, with a family member. And so like, the games are always secondary. Like we're going to learn those skills that, you know, you can transfer on the court and off the court and, and on all those things. But you are also those memories, like doesn't matter what you did or how you did it. Like you're going to be accepted when you go home and, and, and that's the stuff that we cherish. And that's what I want to create for people's and, and push those opportunities uh, because that's what's special. Dang. All right. We'll got to hear on these. That was, that was, that was top notch. I don't even know the right word. Do what? I expect you to be in tears by the time we're done. <laughs> that was a that was a really good like segue you did there. All right, we got to hear on this couple questions. Uh, favorite book you're do what? You should run this on air. Headline story. Yeah, the yeah. whole thing. It's at thirty minutes. Uh, favorite book you're reading or just recently read? Uh, Chris, you know, believe it or not, like I've I've done a lot. Uh, professionally. And like, I, I, I keep saying, I've, I've got some of these books that I got to get to more often. Uh, I'm in a book club and, and uh, well, it's not really a club. It's a seasonal club. And so like every Christmas we exchange books. Yes. Uh, cool. One of my favorites is, uh, is be our guest. It's, it's a, of course it's Disney themed, but it talks about the, the Disney level of service that that's provided, uh, you know, and, and we try to replicate, a lot of those things and put our own twist on it and adapt to it. But the be our guest one, like I'm really big on, on that just because that's what I talk about Phil Welsh. Phil Welsh is, is not a baseball stadium. It's our home. People who come through here, they're, they're not fans. They're our guests. And so when you invite someone, a guest into your house, how do you treat them? And so the philosophy behind that is something that's really stuck with me. And, and, you know, I, I pick up that book. I've, I've read it so many times and, and just to see what else sticks out. So, uh, you know, there's some other books that are, that are pretty good out there. Uh, but, I mean, that one really is, is at the top of the list. Last question. Since you just asked me what my favorite youth sports moment was, what's yours? Well, Chris, unlike you, I mean, I had a lot of uh, great moments in my childhood. A lot, a lot of accolades, a lot of trophies sitting on the shelf. Yeah, I've got a lot of accolades, a lot of trophies. You you are correct. Uh you know, we, we played pretty serious basketball. Uh, and a lot of these, I mean, most, all these guys are still my friends, uh, today. I mean, it's like a family hood. I mean, a family when, when it's like a family. There you go. You got it. So I, t I think back to like, you know, baseball, I had a blast playing baseball, you know, uh, you know, didn't sign many autographs then, but I could now, uh, but I go back to, you know, like basketball growing up. I mean, just guys from all over the city, how we came together and played and, and we would travel and uh, there's just, it was just so much fun. And so I remember like us going and staying in, in like, we wouldn't stay in hotels. We would stay in like dorms and like during the summer and like, you know, like they, it was hot and, you know, some of these places didn't have AC and, and, you know, how we found our own entertainment, you know, we didn't have cell phones or going out to, to Dairy Queen and, and just hanging out there, the places to eat. Uh, 
you know, just small towns across the Midwest and, and just playing. Uh, never once was it about the, the end result and, you know, the medals and the trophies. It was just like the friendships. And so my best youth memory is those people who are still my friends today and, and part of my, uh, part of my, you know, extended family. Uh, just so, so much fun. And, uh, you know, you don't realize until you get like this, until you have your own kids, like the sacrifice that your own parents and grandparents put in. And it's a pretty special place, you know, for us, for us to be in now and to experience. Uh, and like, and it just goes like that. And so like, you know, it's, if there's nothing, you can't replicate the feeling like you hit a game winning shot or game winning run. Like that's, that's great. But then to watch like, you know, your son to do it uh, or your daughter to hit a three at the buzzer, like in the winning game, like there's no prouder feeling that, that you'll experience. And so I think I've kind of like wiped away all of my memories and, and filled them with theirs. Uh, and so that's really at the end of the day, like I said, what we're trying to do, whether that's through Mustangs, Mo Family Sports, or who knows what else will pop up. Uh, it's just those memories that you can create together with your family.